the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Blessed feast. Sprajnikum. Say it louder. Sprajnikum. Sprajnikum. It's nice to have a feast like this on a Sunday so we can celebrate it all together. Normally it's during the week and we don't have that kind of ability to participate as a community, so this is beautiful. So we come to this time in the life of our Lord and his family where they are taking him to the temple to be presented and for this to Mary to be kind of cleansed and the Lord to be blessed, which really neither of them would have to happen. But uh, this has been fulfilled a lot, a lot. So us, us, that Mary, Mary and, and the Lord, Lord are fulfilled a lot, a lot. They just are a lot, a lot. They fulfilled the lot. So, so uh, a beautiful, a beautiful kind of, kind of uh, movement, movement like Christ, Christ to see that the law, law was established, established also, also uh, obeyed, obeyed by him. The beauty, the beauty of this feast is that is he still, still do this. This was, this was, this was in his mother's mother, 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 mother brought back after 40 days from, from her birth. birth. We, we still bring, bring them back into the church. This is a 2,000, no more than that, 2,000. 3,500-year-old tradition. It's a beautiful thing for us to touch. So we touch that which is ancient and beautiful for us and important to us. So for us today, let us go and meet Christ. He comes to the temple. Let us go and meet him. The new priest, according to the order of Melchizedek, let us today receive him. Let us welcome today our king. Let us salute the Holy Virgin Mary. For beloved, today we see our souls as a temple. Today that temple receives Christ. My eyes have seen thy salvation. And thus we can depart in peace. What a beautiful thing this is. What a beautiful moment this is for us in our spiritual journey to receive Christ as king, as priest. To, to salute the Holy Virgin. To honor her. To adore her. All generations shall call me blessed, she says to us. And may we see our souls as a temple today that receives our Lord, opens it in a broader way to him so we can truly say, I have seen my salvation. I have seen it. And thus, I can depart in peace. This is the theme of the feast. But I want to center on two other figures in this feast presentation. Simeon and Anna. I still am fascinated by this. You know, he was 120 years old. She was 84. And they had been in the temple waiting and 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 waiting 
and waiting for the Savior to come. Perseverance. Wow. Talk about perseverance. That's what, when I hear those two names, Simeon and Anna, I think of perseverance. To just hang in there. The Lord said, you will see the Savior Christ. You will see your salvation. I believe he's saying that to us. You will see it. You will see your salvation. So for us today, I want to just center a little bit on persevering. What does that mean to us? But I think it's important because there's a direction perseverance takes. And if we don't have this direction, perseverance just means to hang in there. You know, there was it when I was uh, in college, there was this big fad that all these posters started coming out. And you bought these posters and you put them in your room. One was with a, was a cat hanging on like this to, a, to, a, a, to a, a board. There was a board like this and the cat's claws were just barely hanging on. It says, hang in there. And a lot of people had that poster. <laughs> Hang in there. That's not what perseverance is. It's not just to hang in there. That's not the target, to hang in there. Listen to what St. Paul says to the Romans. And now, not only that we glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Now listen to this. And perseverance Character, and character produces hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So perseverance produces character. Character produces hope and hope love. This is a very powerful target. When we have to struggle through something, as Simeon and Anna do, the target isn't just to persevere, it's to build character. And in that building of character, we have hope. And in that hope, we find the love of God. You know, I, and this is, all, all of our struggle is we just persevere and we try, we find ways to persevere. Uh, we divert our struggle. You know, we may uh, medicate so we can persevere. We may medicate. We may avoid our struggle, avoid our tribulation, to persevere it, to hang in there. We may um, get angry. We may resent our, our struggle. Rather than really understanding how to persevere. So how do you persevere? There's only one way to do it. In Christ. That's the only way you can do it. To build character. You can get through it, but if you persevere in Christ, turn to God, and you know, many times in my own experiences, it takes so much time for me to get to that place where I turn to God. You know, I've told this story before, uh, but it's relevant to this. This lady is uh, struggling with uh, one of her family members and uh, comes to the priest and says, Father, I've, I've gone to the doctors, I've gone to the psychiatrists, I've gone to uh, uh, all my friends, and I've, I've talked to this, I've read all these books, 
and still I have this problem. He says, what should I do? And he says, well, I think we need to pray to God. She says, don't tell me it's come to that. We wait till the end. Why do we wait till the end? Why don't we turn quickly to this? Why don't we be, see ourselves as beggars all the time? Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Turn to Christ. Be a continual beggar before him. He will unite himself to you, and in that unity, in that persevering through that difficult time, God will bring you a, the Christian character. He'll begin to build Christian character in you. So persevere in Christ. Turn to God in your struggle. Nowhere else will you find that deep, deep consolation. So hope, your know, character. Character is, what character are we shooting for here? And all I can say is in my experience, the character that normally gets built out of perseverance is humility. Built out of humiliation. <laughs> built out of knowing that it's only God that's my helper. That he is the one that I completely and utterly depend on. and Without him, I can do nothing well. Humility. And I want to share something about humility because I think it's very, very important. You know, humility isn't kind of cowering and falling back. It's a place of incredible rest and quietness. When we humble ourselves before God, when we find that that virtue of humility in dealing with our struggles, humbling ourselves before God, realizing that God has given to this to me for my good, to benefit me. When I humble myself, I find rest. I can say, the Lord is my helper. What can man do to me? The Lord is my strength and my song. I can say those words, and they... And they Calm me down. Let me give you an example of how I visualize this. It, those of you, many of you, probably have done body surfing. Okay, you go out and you surf. And when you're uh, going out into the wave to get out far enough to catch the wave to come back in, what do you have to do when the wave is coming? You have to dive under it. You have to go low. And it's noisy, crashing waves, bang, bang, noisy. The birds and the people are making all kinds of noise. It's crazy noisy. And when you go under the wave, it's quiet. That's humility. That's the place God can take you. Quiet. Restful. So that's perseverance to, to that place of humility, that place of quietness. And then hope. Who needs hope? You can raise your hand if you like. Who needs hope? I need hope. This life is hard. There's a great prayer to the mother of God that we say, raise me above this world's confusion. This life is confusing. It's difficult. Raise me above this place. Give me hope. Let me live in this place, uh, in, in this place where 
I feel lifted up by God, where I feel cared for by God. This is where it goes from perseverance to character to hope. So wonderful. We need to find that and live in that hopeful place that God is with us. That God is my, God is my strength and my song, my helper, my redeemer, my benefactor, my savior. I have hope. You have hope. Have hope. This is such a powerful, important thing. You know, I remember Father Alexander Schmemann saying, uh, a Christian without joy is not really a Christian. He's not acting like a Christian. I would say the same thing. A Christian without hope is we're not behaving like Christians if we don't have hope. Christ died on a cross and rose again from the dead for our salvation. We win. You won. You won. We just walk in the victory. We walk in the victory of Christ. And finally, and I love this phrase, this, this, this phrase in uh, Romans 5, 5. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. How is God's love given to you? Poured out. Did it say sprinkled out? Little sprinkles of love. Just little bits. No, what does it say? Poured out. God's love is poured out on you. So, for us, to see these as the way we live the Christian life, when we need to struggle through something, we need to persevere to build character, especially the character of humility. And in that building, that character, we find hope in God. And when we find that hope in God, guess what's poured out into us? Love. What a beautiful thing. So, how could Simeon and Anna do what they did? They persevered. They built character. They had hope. And they felt the love of God poured out in them. They could go on and on and on and on and on until they saw the Savior. So, beloved, may we be like them. May we persevere. May we find the character of humility. May we find hope in God and live there. May that love of God be poured out upon us by the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.